0: hello guys and welcome back to your favorite podcast
1: d Influenced.
0: oh she killed that she killed it you guys right we on have the money the one and only courtney shields today on the podcast i'm so excited that you're here courtney and i we actually go kind of way back.
2: Yeah. Back to your Austin days. Back
0: to Austin days. How long ago did we
2: meet? Like what year was that? Had to have been probably like at least 2017, right? Do you, no, before that. Before, before that? Because
1: we moved to Dallas in 2017. We yes.
2: met. I can't remember what event we were at, but we met. I remember like standing outside. We had this whole conversation. We have a selfie. No, that You were wearing It was Create and Cultivate. I was there. No. no you were. I remember like no. one specific time. It was a long time Wait, ago. we really though.
0: dressed up? Yes. I think it was like Austin fashion week or something. Probably Was it?
2: Those were good
1: days. Those were days. Those were yeah. days.
0: So first of all, I want you to kind of explain, you know, what you do, who you are, because just a fun fact, whenever you Google you, it says Courtney Shields is an influencer, blogger, singer, songwriter, female entrepreneur, mom, and you have five
2: IMDB credits. This for is what? new. I, I didn't know, know that.
1: that. What are they Wait, for? You don't even know? No.
2: I ha- I've had songs that have been on shows. So oh, maybe it's that.
0: Maybe that's what it is. That would make sense because I was going to ask you. Was I like, was an
2: extra one time on The Lion Game. Remember that show on The CW? No. Yes. Yeah.
0: I do remember that. Mm-hmm. That wasn't like too long ago, right?
2: It was long enough. Was it? <laughs> it was a while.
0: Well, it's pretty impressive. Okay, yeah. So tell everybody what you do.
2: My name is Courtney Shields. I used to be a singer-songwriter, but I've been influencing and doing social media before. This is really a thing, probably a similar yeah. time to you, 10 years now. 10 years. 10 years now. And then I co-founded a brand called Dibs about two years ago.
0: Yeah. So you started in 2012 or 2013?
2: 2014, I think. January will be. Oh. Yeah, so that that's makes right. sense. right. So because so I've be been 10 doing years. this for 11
0: years. It's
2: crazy.
0: Wow. Like, do you ever look back at your first YouTube? Because didn't you start on YouTube?
2: I started on Instagram and a blog. And my first blog post, you guys, I used to make my now ex-husband. He would take photos of me outside between like where we lived in this apartment we lived in Dallas yeah we lived in the we lived here that's right yeah and this apartment basically outside downstairs we would walk down the stairs before we went out and did whatever we were doing for the day yeah and we would go to where they had this like semi aesthetically pleasing like you know brick wall or something it was right by the dumpster and you take took all, your all my photos. photos were right by the dumpster, but it was aesthetic. Maybe it was limestone. I mean, it, it was, survived. it was what I had to work with at the time, you know?
0: So you started on Instagram, but then like what in a blog,
2: made, like an actual blog, right?
0: Cause we were all blogging back then, yeah. but what made it kind of take off? Like what, when were you like, okay, I could do this as a job.
2: I think right around the time that I was getting pregnant. Okay. It, that's when it started to like become full time.
0: Were Instagram stories a Instagram thing? Instagram
2: stories were a thing, but I think the craziest part is that I remember like having a big enough community at the time when Instagram stories came out to, to think to myself, like, wow, I think there was like 40,000 people or 50,000 people, yeah. and I was like, none of these people have ever heard me talk. Yeah. And it felt like so much pressure. Oh, that's wild. To like raise the phone up and be like so Hey, <laughs> it's me. But wait, you had You started on YouTube. on YouTube. No, she didn't start on no, YouTube. No, I didn't start on YouTube. Oh. But I still felt like at the time it wasn't necessarily like all the same audience. Even now, I feel like that, like TikTok has grown a lot and there's people that go to that are like on all the platforms, but there's some people that are just on TikTok or just on Instagram. So at least I knew that there was like a chunk of people that had never heard me speak. And I was walking into a rec basketball game and I just remember being like, this is awkward.
0: This is so, (laughs) it's totally different. I think because I started on YouTube and then, and then I switched to Instagram and blogging, like, I was kind of comfortable with it. Yeah. But you... I, I don't know why. Like, when I think of you, I think of YouTube. I used to definitely
2: like, do YouTube.
0: You did. Okay. I wish...
2: I kind of miss YouTube. I love those days. You
0: should bring it back. We were actually talking I about that yesterday. bring it back. We but were talking
2: about it, too. Bandwidth. Like, well, how do you guys do so much? Don't you...
0: Well, a lot of people... I'm kind of scared because I do feel like with the algorithm with Instagram, like... I don't know if you feel this, but I feel like more people are are transitioning to TikTok. And I feel like a lot of people are kind of like looking for a new platform. And I think YouTube is going to like have a resurgence. And think about it. Think about it. If they took away stories, like how would we talk to our people? Yeah, we wouldn't. Like who are we? Who Who are we with all Instagram stories? (laughs) Just somebody's (laughs) neighbor. Just somebody's somebody's neighbor. (laughs) neighbor. (laughs) We were talking about that because Courtney um, pulled up to our house and we just put out our porch pumpkins. Mm -hmm. We go all out. I'll tell you the reason why.
2: I mean, it's iconic. This is the like, best porch in the neighborhood, people. Well,
0: the funny thing is I don't decorate for like any holiday except for fall. I go like all out.
2: But Not unless, Christmas? That surprises me. I do,
0: but like I don't go like 100%. Got it. So last year, the cutest little girl, do you remember this? She knocked on our front door and first of <clears> all asked me if, if I could, uh, if she could organize any of my closets for me. And I was like, no, 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 like I'm good, but thank you. And she said, well, I really just wanted to come over here to tell you that I love your pumpkins on your front porch. No, I and don't they make me so happy. So now every fall, I'm like, oh my gosh, that girl, like she's expecting the pumpkins. Like, Did bring she the come pumpkins. back? We'll see her this year hopefully we'll see her this year. you can't <laughs> let
2: her down i hope so that's true though because there's actually around christmas there's specific houses that kinsley and i will always drive by yeah because she's like there's the house with the rainbow lights like we have to go and if they didn't put those rainbow lights up like they are kind of letting us down Kinsley's yeah. Like, yeah she's upset you know so you're here in dallas for how long just today to see you and tomorrow <laughs> for, <laughs> tomorrow yeah are you leaving tomorrow. tomorrow night flying mm-hmm. out late do you want to tell people about our event yeah, I'm super excited. I mean, I think that this has kind of been a long time in the making, right? Yeah. Because we were friends, obviously, for years yeah. prior to all of this. And then I feel like it just makes sense. Yeah, of To course. do this. And I'm so excited to meet everybody. We're having a, an event at a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. People had to get tickets, um, but not pay for yeah. them. It's just like they had to sign up to get a headcount, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a lot of fun.
0: We're going to do um, like a bundle together yeah. so you can get it discounted if you get... The Dibs uh, Desert Stick brush, mm-hmm. and then our scalp serum. Iconic, and it's at La La Land, which I know you've been to. I love that cafe, and it's so cute. It's
2: everyone in there is so nice. I bought a sweatshirt
0: last time, because I liked it so much. It's it's probably they're one cute. of my favorites, and I'm like one of those girls that likes all my
2: sweet creative coffees, and they do some really fun stuff. So they're having a special Dibby coffee and a Dibs coffee. I think. Oh, too. really? Yeah. Or at least like special drinks. We're so. gonna
0: get our drinks home. Yeah, we are. I'm excited, and so um, yeah. I, ha- it's, I have
1: to ask this because it's been. I've been dying. So are you still, I think he's been looking up the IMDb in? thing. Were you on a show called Pi Day? No. Five Alarm Funk?
2: No. Wait, what? Derek
1: what? and Sally bathtub killers?
2: No. <laughs>
1: this Although, is your IMDb profile, but it must not be you. That.
0: That's so strange. Maybe there's a different Courtney
2: Shields.
1: It's all like, and it can't be your music because it was like tw- 2005,
2: 2008, 2013. That sounds like a messy IMDb. Yeah. <laughs> messy. Courtney. Exactly.
1: If you were on these shows, you can tell us. Here.
2: Yes. You know what, guys? <laughs> she's like, like I, mean, she's she's like, 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 I, I tried was, yeah. and I didn't make yeah. it
1: as an actress.
2: That can you so imagine? Me. I don't think I could make it as an actress. To be honest, I'm a terrible liar. Like, really? the, yes, the minute I try to like fib about anything, people, people that know. really know me. They're like, "Why are you lying?" And I'm like, "Shit." Yeah, you're okay. like looking I down on reality TV, though. Wait, can I cast her now? Yeah, yeah. Me out. You yeah, can well, be you. You can just you do you. This is your terrible platform you for, to de-influence yourself. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, perfect.
1: Yeah. We're here to show people the real Courtney Shields. I'm in reality TV, though. I feel like you'd kill it.
2: Yeah, I've you turned t- it down actually.
1: Really? Really, Yes. Why? Um, You
2: would kill it. I feel like nowadays a lot of people do reality to get a following Mm. and I think when you already have a following, um, what's the point? Yeah. Like what's the point? And also you realize that they can sort of frame anything. They can completely take it out of context. Like, I don't know. I just didn't really see the point. And I feel too, like when you already have a following, you realize how much if that multiplies, you realize like what that could look like. And I've always said, like, I want to reach as many people as I can in like a healthy way because whether it's like from stories that I've had, like whether it's been like grief or mm. entrepreneurship or things that I really want to make a positive impact with mm. or even like silly things, like, you know, silly little fun, like yeah. teaching people, teaching women how to feel beautiful through tips and tricks, like makeup stuff, which is yeah. why I started all this in the first place. Yeah, I want to do that for as many people as I can, but there is like a scary level of that that I don't have interest in.
0: That is so true. Like there's a
2: level of people like Taylor Swift, can't leave her house without like, that's scary. I mean, obviously that's never going to happen to me, but you know what I'm saying? No, at that point it's
0: like not even fun anymore, Correct. but I do, I totally agree. I feel like I can still be myself. I feel like I can say things that I want to say. Sometimes I admit things that I don't know about, like, like, probably two or three weeks ago, we were talking about vaccines. Like if I was Taylor Swift, like I, there's things that you would just not talk you about. You don't want to go. Yeah. You don't want to go there. And yeah. so I feel like what's so nice about being in the space that we're in is like, you can learn and change with your audience. And hopefully there's going to be some of those people, but they're not going to like hold you to every single little thing that yes. maybe you said five years ago, because they
2: understand like you're evolving, like you're sharing your life every single day. Like people change. I actually have a funny story relating to that. Yeah. I remember when certain people were getting, getting like canceled and called out for things like their um twitter yeah. yeah and i have my i don't have my twitter login i can't log into yeah. my twitter no and way. all of a sudden i had this like fear moment where yeah. i was like what did i say on twitter it like 14 fear. years ago because i have no idea i'm the exact same I was yeah. like love and light everybody have a great day <laughs> like positivity I'm thinking I of you that. like that's all my tweets I love that well yeah. I think my most negative most tweet, people were not like that my most negative tweet is literally me being like karma like that's, karma. that's the only tweet <laughs> like, hashtag like, karma yeah I'm like you get them girl like
1: do you remember Danny when we scrolled back through your Instagram what we found do you remember <laughs> this picture so we scrolled during the cancellation phase, 2020, 2021. Yeah. We scrolled back and it took like, you know, seven, s- like 70 swipes to get back and the very first photo we saw was Danny holding this huge revolver no, no, <laughs> and like shooting. And no, I was at like, the oh, frame. Stop. no.
2: My dad would always take me to the shooting range. Like it was just something you yeah. do in we Texas. Didn't think about like things that you don't even think about are all of a sudden like very offensive. So right.
0: yeah. yeah, but like things also changed. Like back then, like you kind of looked at things differently. I don't know, it was, it was a mess. That was Definitely. a funny one. Yeah. If
1: you were to be on a reality TV show, which one it would be? it be? Like if you were like, hey, we're gonna make you the next bachelorette, would you take it?
2: Hell no. No. Really? no.
1: Is it just because of the audience you acquire?
2: You it's funny because people DM'd me about that a lot. I was I had like a period yeah. in time where I was talking about like dating in Austin and how much it sucks and just like dating in general in your thirties is different. I want to know why built different to date in your thirties. But a lot of people were either like go to Danny (laughs) and have Danny set you up or go on the bachelor. But that just terrifies me. I also think a lot of times, and I have friends that are on reality or like have been. And like, I think that's great. Um, But I think at the same time, a lot of times you're like thrown a following and you're not prepared Mm. to bachelor nation,
1: I think is like Mm. very vicious. Yeah. They're tough It's a tough audience for sure They're
2: super
0: ju- judgmental too
2: Yeah so that I just don't have like a lot of interest in You know yeah, you can you really call don't...
1: us though We'll definitely do the matchmaker yeah, we got We'll you. reboot it You're just
0: scared <laughs> You just let us know We're one know, We're guys. one phone call away
2: Alright why is that song <laughs> playing in my head now <laughs> um,
1: What about like TikTok Because we've always felt like TikTok's a more vicious platform than Instagram I love TikTok See, I know so Can fun. you explain
2: Love it I felt like it was a fresh start for me. I felt Mm. like it was almost a reboot. I think the thing about Instagram that I sometimes struggle with is that 2014, Courtney, when Courtney started Instagram Mm. was getting or like engaged, about to be married. I guess I probably had just gotten married in 2014, but I was in such a different place in my life. Yeah. My dad hadn't died. I was married. I was just Mm. starting things like everything was so different at the time. And I think fast forward now, the thing is, is that candidly, like I wouldn't want to be 2014 Courtney she was great but like I'm proud of the person that I'm evolved into I'm proud of Mm -hmm. the person that I've become over time through trials and tribulations and some pretty dark shit honestly yeah Yeah. and I'm proud of the person that I am today and so I wouldn't want to go back but I think sometimes when people start following you they expect you to be and they want you to be exactly who you were 10 years ago Mm -hmm. and I don't think it's a fair like expectation to put on people and TikTok. I didn't feel that way. I felt like I got to start fresh, right. start at zero and just come on with, cause I always am who I am. Like I've always been very transparent and honest about who yeah. I am along the way. Yeah. But I think some people grasp onto like older versions of me. Right. And I think TikTok didn't have that. They just saw me today. And so I think I really curated an audience wow. who loved me today.
0: So you feel like the audience is totally different.
2: I think there is definitely crossover, but I think it almost has crossover both ways. Like some people from yeah. Instagram have come to TikTok and some people from TikTok have come to Instagram. And I think that's made both of them a lot more enjoyable. Um, but cause like I'll always love Instagram. That's like my first, yeah. Yeah. You Your know, first love place in many, in many ways. Um, but I just think people have a tendency, whether it's like style or relationship status or anything, right? I think people have a tendency to hold on to like older versions, of us I don't know if you've felt that too but
0: yeah I mean how do you deal with that whenever you get comments that are like man I miss the old Courtney I mean I get comments like that all the time or remember when you said this or you seem different yeah why are you changing why do you feel like you have to change Danny like what how do you deal with those type of comments
2: at the end of the day I always live my life in a way where I can lay my head down at the end of pillow like at the end of the day and feel good Mm -hmm. put my head on my pillow go fast asleep yeah if I've lived my life like that I'm happy. Yeah. So I know at the end of the day that the changes that I've made are positive changes. Mm -hmm. If someone else is committed to misunderstanding that, that's kind of on them. What are,
1: what are some of the changes?
2: Some of the changes that I've made. I mean,
1: 2014 Courtney to now.
2: I think I'm a lot, I'm a little harder. I would say Um, tougher, tougher. Why? Why do you think? I think I've just been through a lot. Mm. I think it's hard to like get divorced, lose your dad, lose your brother-in-law you know like it's all of a sudden like become a mom which obviously is an amazing thing but this these are all like life Mm -hmm. things that occur and i think it's hard to go through all of those things and not change a little as Mm -hmm. a person yeah you know but i think that they've ultimately shaped me into who i am and again i'm really proud of the person that i am because i think i'm a lot i think i'm a lot kinder (laughs) and more patient than i was but tougher if that makes sense Yeah. yeah like i think i'm more guarded it's like yeah. harder to crack me a little bit. And I think I've learned to become more private about certain things because I'm sure you guys have experienced this right. too, but a lot of, a lot of the world that we live in is a double edged sword. People mm-hmm. say, I want you to be transparent. I want you to be honest. I want you to, you know, say how you feel and, and like, what have you had done? Tell us about your boobs. Tell us about your lips, like mm-hmm. all this. But then I, I'm honest and then yeah. people are pissed. Yeah. They're so like, I, why are you encouraging people to change their body right. or do so this? Do you want me to be honest or do you do not, not want me to be honest?
1: Yeah. Do you, um, if your Instagram audience was sitting in that chair next to you, like, (laughs) (laughs) like what do you think is their biggest misunderstanding about you?
2: This is a really good question. Mm -hmm. I've been wanting
1: to ask you this for so long.
2: I think that in the past things have happened. People have made up things and I know that it's not what happened. And Mm -hmm. anybody knows me that knows me knows that that's not what happened or that's not the situation. People know that know me, know my character, Mm -hmm. but because I haven't spoken out about things, I think it's almost been viewed as, it's been viewed negatively. It's almost been viewed as like an admission of guilt. Mm. When really, the way that I was raised was like, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all. Mm -hmm. I was very much raised like, take the high road, turn the other cheek. If someone is talking negatively about you, spreading rumors, like don't give it light, don't give it life, don't like go back at them and encourage, like don't fight fire with fire. Right. And we've all had those moments, right? Where we fight fire with fire. That's mm-hmm. human. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of times in specific past scenarios, I have chosen to stay quiet about something because I thought that it was like the kinder, more graceful way to handle it. Mm-hmm. I was trying to be the bigger person, but I think that's been viewed as, oh, she did something wrong because she's right. not saying anything.
1: So you've been painted the villain a lot more yeah, than I you think feel so. like is fair. Like all of the time. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I think a lot of times things get really misconstrued and it's just not simply not true. And the, the shit that I've read is hilarious. And I don't read like anything negative. I just but totally stay away from it. But it when can, it comes in your DMS or whatever, like you what know, are you supposed to do. yeah, you obviously don't know that's what you're opening up. Sometimes you open it up someone. We were just talking about this, uh, Kirsten and I earlier, but someone said, because I don't ever drive. They're like, Oh, she must have a DUI. That's what happened. <laughs> oh my when gosh. Really, it's just yeah. that Audrey likes to drive. She and you get to work and write and I'm, some emails. And I'm being productive and I'm right. doing my thing. But I've never once, because of how I was raised, this was like a major thing. I've never once been drunk and got behind the wheel of a car ever. Yeah. So it's such a hilarious thing to say. Because like if you've met me, I was the girl that was standing in front of my friend's cars in high school taking the, their keys. Yeah. It's like a notorious thing. My dad yeah. used to say, I know... That you're going to go out sometimes. Here's your curfew, obviously. We know that you're going to be at a party. You're going to have a drink. We're not encouraging this, but we simply know that it's going to happen. If it ever happens, call me. Do not drive no matter what you do. Call me. I'll pick you up. I don't care where you are. You could be two hours away at a lake house. You could be downtown. You could be at your friends. Ten minutes away, I'll come pick you up. Yeah. Period. And we did it all the time yeah. my friends and i would call my dad and he would say you're not going to be in trouble as long as you call me yeah it's nice. so i was raised where this was like a pillar this
0: was like a no-no. of my youth like yeah. a
2: major no-no and so stuff like that is just funny yeah right. but i think we live in a weird world people can say whatever they want yeah it can have zero validity i know you guys have dealt with this a lot as well mm-hmm. it can have zero validity but people can still say it, and now it's out there so i think like ultimately the biggest misunderstanding is like if I don't speak out about something that I I'm guilty or I yeah. did something wrong or I did something mean or whatever it is. And really it's like, I'm trying to be the bigger person because I,
0: it's more uh, about maturity yeah, than it is. That's
2: we've been like, talking That's how to, I was raised.
1: We've been talking about it a lot of like, this industry is very weird because like perception equals reality. Yeah. And mm-hmm. our job in so many ways is to make sure that we're thinking of the perception that's put out there. And if you kind of miss uh, one story slide yes. or two story slides of you know uh, Danny holding Stratton you know but she's holding Stella it's like oh my gosh you hate Stratton and it's yeah. like it's the amount of times you've said that I think me. that I think that deep down people know that we're it's not a, a great depiction of our entire day yeah you hope you hope but it is the form of like it's the medium that we're putting out yeah. so it almost like is our job to make sure that we're you know, putting out a message Perceived that Perceived a certain way. Yeah. But I
2: also think that's a really hard way to live. It's exhausting. And if I woke up every day and thought, I have to say today what I think okay. is going to per- like create this perception of me. Like I would be such a shell of myself. Well, like, I think that
1: that's what you are not doing though. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people in our industry do do that. And I feel like you're one of the ones that's like, you know what, I'm not going to do that. And I think a, a consequence or repercussion of that is like, oh, well, here's all these perceptions we're going to throw on you. Yes. Which just has made you tougher. What's and, your and What's your the, enneagram?
2: I was going to ask. I am a two, a helper wing three. Really? Yeah, two helper and three. an achiever. Wow. Mind
0: blown. Yeah. Really? I would, have, I would have said eight. I would have said eight as well. Yeah. A I mean, you a challenger, um, but also like you have this toughness to you that like I admire that I want so badly. I think what, you're tough. I am tough in in a in a different way. In,
1: in a different way, um, for sure
0: but like I crack. And if somebody is saying something mean to me, like it will, I, it'll replay in my head all day long to where like, I just want to get offline. Like I'm not, I, I have a couple of friends that are eights. I know Daryland's an eight. Uh, my friend Sarah Rose is an eight, like they can say like they can weather so much more of a storm than I can. They're like, well, I know that's not true about me. Move on. And I'm like, man, how can you, how can you just say that? And I just have move my on? moments. I have my what, what do you feel like, what is your moment? Like, what are the things that, that
1: make you crack Make
0: you crack that? Cause, <laughs> cause I'm sure everybody like looks at you and they're like, man, she's so tough. She's so confident. She knows what she wants. She just goes after it. Like, yeah. What are your weaknesses? I guess.
2: <laughs> do, <laughs> do you have, have any? Yeah, Of course. <laughs> this is the, this is the like terrible thing about our world. I'm so, I'll say it, but I'm so reticent to say it because anytime I've ever said like, this is my insecurity or this is my weakness, I feel like people come in they're like, yes, like yeah. knife in the hole and twist but it. But they like, know how to do that anyway. Like they, so
1: they are so, it's incredible. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. how did you find that deep insecurity in my soul? People
2: <laughs> need some hobbies. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> they ashore. just know. They know. I think, um, anything pertaining to Kinsley probably or just mm. like being a parent. That's hard. Same. That's it's, mine too. It is so hard to know like the reality of what goes on off camera and kinsley is so special she is the smartest sweetest Mm -hmm. kindest like she's just the best kid and she's hilarious and so whenever i post her people are like oh my gosh this is amazing kinsley's the best like why don't you show her more she's so special and i'm like that's why i don't show her more yeah Yeah. because she's so special like i there's just part of me that's like as her mom i'm like protect protect Mm -hmm. and i think i have her 50% of the time that's my like custody mm-hmm. schedule via via divorce um and so it's usually friday to friday Mm-hmm. but we're flexible. So sometimes like this week she went to Alex a day early and next week she's coming a day early to me. So yeah. we kind of like swapped Thursdays cause we're leaving for a trip. We're going on a family trip
1: mm-hmm. and then I
2: came here. So like we yeah. we work with each other, we co-parent well together. That's been major. Um, and so a lot of times, again, it's what people don't see. They, when people don't see something, they assume. Mm-hmm. So I've had people be like, you never see your daughter cause <laughs> you don't show her. And it's like, she's here. All the time. She comes to my house every day after school, not 50% of the time, every day. After school, I see her almost every day, um, at least for some amount of time and then fully for that half. But it's this perception of she's not there if I don't show her. But again, that can't like in my core like that can't drive me just to show her more to prove a point like i so can't true. live my life like that
1: i appreciate that honestly yeah. you know i feel like so so basically uh misunderstood misunderstood side number one is that you're actually more soft and sensitive than you let on
2: <laughs> i don't know about that but are I you think a cuddly person i love Touchy? to cuddle but only if i like really like someone like if you're <laughs> touching me it's like okay when someone calls Uh-oh. you like babe uh, and yeah. you really like them, you're like, "Ooh, I love yeah. it." Yeah, I like call yeah. you "babe," and you don't like them, you're it's like, cringe. ew, don't yeah. say that." Yeah, you know. So I think it depends on who it's coming from. Right. Like, what was, um, but I'm touchy for sure. Physical touch and words of affirmation are my love languages. Are two things. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, going back a little bit, what was your upbringing like?
2: Amazing. I had a great childhood. I think that's why it was so hard. Like when all the tough stuff happened, mm. um, because we didn't have like that much adversity growing up. I had all of the regular stuff. Like I got teased for having a mustache. That was fun. <laughs> really? Yeah. You were yeah.
1: popular in high school though, right?
2: I was in the popular group, but I wasn't like the most popular one in the popular group. And I was friends with everyone. So I was yeah. friends with a bunch of different groups. Yeah. So it was like, I was in that group, but I was also part like, cause I played sports, I played lacrosse. Like, so I was also part of so many other groups. Right. Yeah. So I feel like kind of, like I definitely was in that group, but not the person leading that group if Got that it. makes me. So sense. were you
0: into music whenever you were in high school? Oh yeah. Is that all you did? Like I was started that writing midday? songs
2: when I was twelve.
0: Oh my gosh.
2: And then playing guitar shortly after i remember i had these like acrylic nails i think i started playing guitar when i was 15. and i got these nails for homecoming or something yeah. like whatever the dance is when you're a freshman and my guitar teacher looked down at me and he's like yeah those aren't gonna work yeah <laughs> so i was like all right mom get the clippers <laughs> you got to pick guitar yeah, or so nails we're back in our how in many our songs have you written in my life yeah i mean i went to berkeley for four years straight I know. that was which, the one wait, that was one of the first things i learned about you, you guys want to hear the story i've never told this publicly yeah I didn't graduate college and I really? didn't I didn't know this <laughs> until about five months ago.
1: Wow. Wait, what? <laughs> that's actually a nightmare I have on a recurring basis.
2: Everyone yeah. says that, and you yeah. know what? It yeah. never makes me feel better. Whenever people are Wait, like, oh, you have your of that's your my No, I know, but I've,
1: I've woken up from, like, yeah. sweaty dreams being like, Everyone oh, my gosh, that. I forgot.
2: Well, because there's
0: so many freaking credits and yeah. all these things you have to do. All you, like, miss one button and you're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> I've
2: never told this story. Wow. Wait, so how did you find out? So we were in the middle of our fundraise for dibs. Okay. We're raising our Series A with Elle Catterton, Okay. Yeah, Yeah. big dog. Very reputable. And because they're so reputable and such an amazing firm, they are very diligent about their diligence process. So one day I get a call from one of my co-founders. This is hilarious. Dan. You know, Debs is comprised of me, Jeff, Uh Dan, and Ken, the co-founders of Tula, Bobby Brown, and then obviously Jeff, our CEO, who you guys have met, and my partner in crime for all the things. But I get a call from Dan. He's like, hey, do you have a minute? I'm like, yeah what's up he's like so um i've been talking to El catterton and something came back in the diligence and i'm sitting here racking my brain what could it be i've never been arrested i've never really gotten in trouble the worst thing i ever did in high school was i snuck out one time like around the corner and then came back like i don't do drugs i'm like i don't i have never stolen anything like i don't do anything bad to be honest like what could this be i'm racking my brain yeah i've gotten a couple speeding tickets they were in school zones so that was (laughs) fun but All in all, like, what could this be? So I'm racking my brain at this point. And he's like, so it looks like you didn't graduate college. And I'm like (laughs) laughing hysterically. I'm like, like, I went for four years. Of course I did. Like, what are you talking about? And he's like, no, it's for some reason it's coming up like you didn't graduate college, but you did, right? And I'm like, yeah, obviously. So he's like, "Okay, I'll go back to them and let them know like they missed something. I'm like, great, thanks. Hang up the phone. 30 minutes later, I start kind of like ruminating on the thought. I'm sitting there (laughs) and I'm like, I call my mom and I'm like, Liz, (laughs) graduated right like you checked that like I because I had a graduation party I walked at graduation I got a graduation present yeah I'm sitting here like you double check that right because if you know me this is something that I would do like I would absolutely this would fall through the cracks yeah I am really really good at a lot of things and then I'm really bad at just like basic stuff sometimes.
0: Yeah, totally. Like
2: if someone was like, like I have all of my bills like on auto pay. If someone was like, where, who does your water bill? Like where I I would honestly say like, I I don't know. Like I set that up on auto pay. I'm just bad at like basic stuff like that. And like, I can tell you how much it is, but I don't know where, I don't know who does. I like, I don't know who's supplying the water, Texas something or other. And so I'm, this is so me, but I'm really hoping that I didn't. really Really messed this up and so I'm calling my mom I'm like yeah you double check that right and she's like no and I'm like shit and so now I'm now I'm starting to stress out a little and I'm like well there is that diploma hanging in my room somewhere like and she's like no that's what they give you when you walk but that's like the fake one it's Uh it's the diploma that they give you wait now I'm scared about mine I'm sure you're fine It's the like, it's a, it's a diploma that they give you The fake one that you walk across the stage They hand it to you And then I call one of my friends who I went to Berkeley with And I'm like hey who knows me also super well And I'm like you can't walk at Berkeley Without graduating can you And she's like yeah you can that's what I did And then I finished my credits after And now I'm thinking double shit so now I'm really getting, I'm going like, is it hot in here than yeah. anyone yeah. else? And so we're calling and we're just, like trying to reach the school. And mind you, Berklee College of Music is the best modern music school in the world. And it is run by musicians. So yeah. it's not the most organized place <laughs> yeah. on the planet. And so I call for like a week and a half. And everybody's kind of waiting on me, which makes this especially embarrassing. Because mm. now like the whole diligence process is hanging by a thread on did Courtney graduate college. And there, and Dan calls me back. and He's like, hey, just so you know, like nobody cares. It doesn't matter if you didn't graduate. Yeah. It's just like, like it's, it's kind of funnier if you didn't. It's just like you can't claim that you did if you didn't because you have to be yeah. up front. And I'm like, yeah, of course. But like I thought I did for yes. the past 12 years. <laughs> so finally I get a hold of Berkeley. They email me and they say you did not graduate. You have how many credits do you guys think I have left until I graduate? Um, Three.
1: Well, isn't it like Jordan. one class is four?
0: oh oopsie i don't maybe i didn't graduate because um, i don't know
1: i would say 12.
2: i have one credit left oh my gosh really? one credit wait you should do it we'll guess what the one credit is ensemble which is band which means Stop. i have to go to boston <laughs> that's a semester content. and be band? in a band and i would have to wait, go Courtney, be the singer of a band this would be the best content <laughs> yeah. ever you must is this is one? the you new era of your is? brand for sure so it's one credit band. ensemble Wow. keeping me away from my Berkeley degree I need to call them and be like look guys how do we sort this yeah. out what because is what is Berkeley like if I was gonna not graduate probably would have left a little sooner yeah you
1: know? <laughs> yeah Honestly. Did you like it though?
2: I loved it. But there's this That's running joke. It's a cool joke. flex. Isn't if like you're in the like music, a, it's like a cool it's flex. It's a really prestigious school. Yeah. It's the best modern music school in the world. So it's like Juilliard for classical and then Berkeley for modern. Yeah. But it's a running joke at Berkeley that if you, you like none of the best people graduate, but usually it's because they go on tour. Right. So a ton of my good friends are now like in really well known bands and they're traveling around the world from Berkeley. It's like John Mayer went to Berkeley. Wow. Yeah. My friend Bryce Vine, who was like my first date at Berkeley, by the way. Now, like, yeah, a lot of people love Bryce, but
1: who is is um, he like a should I know?
2: Yeah, look him up on Spotify, you'll know Bryce okay. Vine. If you hear it, you'll it's know. a cool name. Um, like my one, one of my best guy friends is the um, keyboardist in Midland. It's like, yeah, a bunch of people, and none of them graduated. Yeah, wow. but I thought I did. <laughs> I really stuck it out.
0: So when you graduated, what what was your plan? Were you gonna do music?
2: I was kind of unsure about it at the time. I was teaching kids guitar and piano and I was working at Nordstrom.
0: This is so funny because like-
2: In the beauty department. You're
0: obviously <laughs> such a musical person, but like you don't really share that much
2: about music. No, I think, well- okay, You gave so us
1: I, one song and then you just and then you cut stopped. us loose. Two,
2: Jordan, do your homework.
1: Two? <laughs> <laughs> Two. I only heard messy. <laughs>
2: messy was it the It was the more popular one, but yeah. They there were was the a same slower time. one, right? Well, maybe they're like a week apart. yeah, slower yeah. one. Um, so, Maybe they were there a couple of weeks apart, but there is two. Can confirm. I just remember yeah. the launch party. Um, I
1: was really bummed I wasn't invited. <laughs>
2: next time. Next. Hey, will there be a next yeah, time? Yeah, will there be a next time? Not on the books. It's not like a never thing. Here's the thing. So I was teaching kids guitar and piano. I was selling makeup at Nordstrom. At Nordstrom. And I was almost like parallel tracking the two things like without knowing it, right? Was this
0: in Austin or where? Yeah,
2: um, in Austin at the time. Had this is you before met I moved Alex? to Dallas. No. Okay. Um, and then I started to realize like I was playing bars in Austin, I was like doing that whole thing. I started to realize that a lot of what you, look, you guys get this, you're both very driven. I knew that I wanted to be really successful at whatever I did. I started to realize that being successful in music Um, took certain things that I like wasn't willing to do oftentimes, right? Like I I didn't love like the moral aspect of being a woman in the music industry. Mm. And I also looked, I think that it's really smart for anyone listening who is like considering a certain career and you're not sure like how you feel about it or if that's the path that you want to go down. Look at the people that are at the top of the industry that you're considering. Mm -hmm. Do you want those people's lives? Yeah. And I think I started to look at the people in the music industry who I like adore and respect and didn't really want their life.
0: Well, and a lot of times people don't know what their lives are like until you start kind of running in those circles. Yeah. Um, Cause something about my, so obviously, you know my brother Landon is a musician and he's, he, he went to a uh, Belmont in Nashville, yeah. but he mainly does covers on Spotify. And his whole thing, like when he first graduated he kind of went through that, that existential crisis of like, okay, do I really want to kind of sell my soul to the music industry? Because basically to get there, like like John Mayer wasn't able to just start playing his favorite type of music. He yeah. had to kind of do these pop hits and go yep. on tour and, and kind of mainstream his look and all these things. And so Lena was like, okay, do I want to play that mm-hmm. game or do I just want to like make a career out of it? And so Landon's like never wanted to be famous. He never really wanted to go on tour. He's just like, I want to play music for my career for the love of it. and like do it from my bedroom. And so he started doing covers and he's still doing it to this day, but there's a lot of different ways that you can go about music, but it's just like, sometimes people don't, don't know about all those avenues, but I think it was the same yeah. thing. Like Landon, like didn't really want that lifestyle. Yeah, especially going on tour, there's a lot of like partying and a lot of drugs, exactly. and a lot and like, of there's like not stability, and it's just really
2: different. You're gone twenty four seven, like yeah. I wanted a family, I wanted things that that wasn't super conducive to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's almost like the com- the conversation we were having a minute ago about being an influencer, in the sense that like there are certain things that I've been unwilling to do yeah. to per- be perceived a certain way. I've been unwilling to do just for views, or like I know all the yeah. things I could do, I'm just unwilling to like it? sell that part of myself like at my own yeah moral integrity if that makes sense and it was the same in the music industry.
0: So you started blogging, that took off and then um Dibs. How did Dibs come about? Cuz Dibs so has crazy. just like blown up. Like congratulations. It has Thank been you. I see it everywhere. Um my team is always raving. Did you see Dibs here? Just see it like it's been really really cool to see, especially for a lot of influencer brands. I mean, it can be, you almost kind of have to like, feel like you have to prove yourself because you're like, I'm not just creating this- Just
2: an influencer brand. Just an influencer yeah. brand.
0: Like this is gonna be something bigger outside of Courtney Shields or outside of Danny Austin. Yeah. But like that can be really hard to do because all we have to start out with is our own audience. Yep.
2: So yeah, how did it get started and how did you grow it like beyond Courtney Shields? Good question. So. Back in the day, I did a collab with Tula. I had been working with them for years prior to that. It was kind of like I, I was, a, that. yeah, the under eye bomb. Yeah, I was a, a baby influencer at the time, and they were like a baby brand. We kind of came up together, mm-hmm. um, and I pitched to them one day. I was like, "Look, I've been asked by a lot of other brands to put my name on something finally," and I had been doing this full time for a couple of years at the time. This is probably maybe four years ago or something at this point i said but i want to do it with you guys Mm -hmm. meaning like courtney shields times tula we released a product it ended up being the highest grossing day in the history of the company at the time wow it was a crazy day and so the co-founders were like wait roll the tape back like who and so they emailed me also
0: um you launched it i remember the bomb it Mm -hmm. was like so viral this is before tiktok but it would have been even like huger you know um so were you in retailers too
2: because I remember like walking through like after Neiman. the fact. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was in Neiman's, it was in Ulta, um, and it was in Nordstrom, I okay. think, okay. at the time. Um, and yeah, so we had a huge day with that launch. And then I think that they were kind of like, who are you and what do you want to do next? And so we started conversations and then we brought Jeff into the mix. And it, we always joked that it was kind of like online dating because it was yeah. during COVID. So it was all of us like, you know, FaceTiming, Zooming, talking to each other that way. Um, and then, yeah, Dibs was born from that.
0: So did you know that you wanted to do makeup?
2: Always. Always? I think like if you look back, and I'm curious if you guys feel this way about what you're doing now, Mm -hmm. but if you look back, like even though I thought for so much of my childhood that I wanted to do music, when I look back, beauty was like always parallel. I was the person doing... All of my friends make up for every event, mm-hmm. <clears throat> like every major moment, all yeah. of
0: them. Okay. Support from today's episode comes from Liquid IV, a long-term but must-have in their Ramirez household. I used to drink Liquid IV all the time when I was running and working out every day, but I have been taking it but I've been taking it easier lately. I thought that meant I had no use for liquid IV, but you don't have to be an athlete to need extra hydration throughout your day. I've been traveling a lot, which can make me dehydrated and that Texas heat is still something y'all. So I've been using liquid IV often to stay hydrated. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, liquid IV hydrates two times faster than water alone, all in a single stick. And the best news of all is that it now comes in three sugar-free flavors, white peach, lemon, lime, and green grape. A Proprietary zero sugar hydration solution with no artificial sweeteners. I love that it's convenient. I can carry it in my purse and that it seriously tastes so good. It genuinely makes you want to drink more water, especially if you put it in your Stanley cup with that juicy straw. Grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code DANNY at checkout. Liquid IV is for anyone, athletes, when you're feeling sick, traveling, or when you just went a little overboard on your night out. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DANNY at liquidiv.com. Got another one. I've talked to y'all about natural cycles many times, the world's first birth control app that is now integrated with Apple watch. I always get tons of questions when I talk about natural cycles. So I'd love to answer the most commonly asked ones. The number one question is how effective is natural cycles? It's 93% effective with typical use and 98% effective (laughs) effective with perfect use. Perfect use means abstaining from unprotected sex on red days. It's important to note that no birth control is 100% effective. Irregular cycles are so common, and because of that, I get this question a bunch. Natural cycles will work with irregular cycles. The algorithm always errs on the side of caution, so if you're super irregular, you may get more red days. A.K. the app tells you to use protection, but effectiveness remains the same. The other question that I get a lot is how to measure your temperature. Since an NC algorithm uses body temp to determine where you are in your cycle, the more you measure, the more data you will have. You can use Natural Cycles thermometer first thing when you wake up or when you sleep. You can use the Apple Watch or or Aura Ring. I love that Natural Cycles is offering more options to take your temperature. I used to use the oral thermometer. Stella loves playing with that thing. Also, that's why we lose it all the time. But now I've synced with my app with the Apple Watch since I wear it every day and it's made the process so much easier for me. I just wear my watch to bed and I can see my daily fertility status in the Natural Cycles app in the morning. But do whatever works for you. Go to naturalcycles.com Danny or use code Danny to receive 20% off an annual subscription. Disclaimer that Natural Cycles is for those 18 and older and does not protect against
1: STIs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I have a I know that we were talking about dibs, but I wanted to kind of go back. Can we talk about Alex? Sure. Divorce.
2: Sure,
1: I feel like it's like Love it, interesting. About well, story. I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna like grill you on it, but I'm sure it was like <laughs> one of those pivotal moments, like on top yeah. of losing your dad, that most people probably don't understand. Um, and you become, I'm sure, some somewhat of the villain in right. So, like, I only met Alex once um, at that create cultivate event. I didn't get a chance to like get to know him that well, um, and I don't even think we knew you uh, that much at the time. But. Um, what happened? What, (laughs) like, you know, it's, it's, and I honestly, I want to say this, like, I do. Is it
2: hot in here? (laughs) Yeah. It
1: actually is kind of hot though. It actually is. But I, I respect like the, you having to go through that because you were kind of like in the same niche that we were all in, right. Which was like the mommy blogger space. Right. And then you were kind of the, the one that had to like go through a divorce very publicly in that. And so I just think that there's probably a lot that's been unsaid in that. And I would be curious just to have a conversation about it.
2: Let's have a conversation about it. Um, I think, look, I'm pretty mindful when I'm speaking on this topic because at the end of the day, that's the father of my kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm never going to come on here or any other place and like badmouth Alex, because right. it's tacky mm-hmm. in my opinion. That's the father of my kid. Regardless, he gave me like a beautiful gift. At the end of the day, I think that there were a lot of things that we didn't see eye to eye on. We just didn't mesh. We didn't uh, gel. There were definitely times I didn't feel supported in certain things. And I'm sure, you know, he could say yeah. the same in his own right. Um, he just wasn't my person. He's a good person. Mm-hmm. He's just not my person.
0: And I will say, I mean, you've told me a little bit about what <laughs> happened. and i i respect like you've always raved about him as a father to kinsley and i think that's really cool no matter what happened behind the scenes um i think that's really cool that you guys still respect each other and you're able to co-parent because i i mean mad respect for going through something like that so public it could not have been easy it wasn't
2: easy for sure did you
1: guys get married pretty young
2: I was 26. So I would say now, I don't think in Texas culture, it's like crazy young, but Mm -hmm. it sounds really young now. Maybe I was 27.
1: And he was in the NFL when you guys got married? He
2: had just retired when we got married. Maybe I was 27. Actually, I think we got engaged when I was 26. Right. Okay.
1: What was like the, so was it like a gradual sort of break of the marriage or was it like a one thing that happened, you know?
2: I know there are like certain events that of course stand out in my mind as the moment that I kind of knew Mm -hmm. Um, But it was definitely a gradual like foundational kind of cracking
1: like just different personalities
2: different personalities and I think Not knowing almost like how to properly show up For the other person, Mm -hmm. you know, do you
0: feel like um Part of that was that y'all started to change. Like, do you feel like there was a lot of change going on individually with both of y'all? Or Our was careers. it just something that...
2: Mm, yeah, I mean, everything flipped upside down. People try to ask me a lot and try to spin it on, oh, do you think he didn't like that you got successful? And
0: That's what you hear about, like, Taylor Swift and time. Joe Allen. Like, but that's, like it's like, that's, oh, could he not handle her success or, you know...
1: But his career was changing a lot as well. Like, yes. I think if you are playing a sport, any sport, for quite some time, I think there's... I've heard there's, like, identity things that yeah, are struggling I can see
2: that look at the end of the day like i think that's bullshit no yeah. that's not the reason that we got yeah. divorced people yeah. try to spin it like mm-hmm. oh you changed and acted like this and he probably couldn't handle it and yeah. oh, was it because you got your lips done like no <laughs> obviously that's like an absurd <laughs> reason that someone would get divorced yeah obviously outrageous no it wasn't any of that i think at the end of the day we were going through a lot but if you guys if you think about it we went through a lot of life mm-hmm. okay right. it's like he was playing in the NFL. Then he retired due to injuries he was actually really good but his body just like couldn't hold up yeah my career took off i was doing that full time we had a kid Mm -hmm. six months later my dad died a year later his brother died like this is not easy stuff to go through Mm -hmm. for anyone much less if you have Mm -hmm. cracks you know Mm -hmm. much less if you're already struggling to get along i think a lot of it was compatibility Mm -hmm. i think that there was just we were just different and i think as Crazy as this might sound, if you come from a really loving, happy household, my parents were soulmates, like I believe that. And I think if you come from that, it almost made me ask less questions, as Mm -hmm. weird as that sounds. I saw like what good, true love like looked like and respecting your partner and having an amazing marriage. Obviously, my parents went through things. Everybody does. Um, But my parents had a great marriage for like 35 years. Mm -hmm. And I think that because of that, I almost didn't overthink it. Mm -hmm. It was almost like this realization in hindsight where it was like, oh, there, there were these areas where we probably weren't compatible from day one. Um, but we loved each other and we were passionate and we were young and it was all right. these things. And then I look back and I'm like, oh, I probably could have like dug into those things more, but I just thought like, oh, it's always going to, it works out, right? Like right. Right. love is love, it works out. And that's not really the reality of life when life kind of hits you in the face. Sure.
1: Did you? How long did y'all date before you got married?
2: A year and a half. We were together okay, so for like eight or nine years total. I mean, it yeah. wasn't like a short period of time, right. which is again why I think people try to paint the situation in like a a negative light or think I'm gonna come and like say something negative about him and I just wouldn't Yeah, Yeah, regardless of how I feel or what I think or whatever it's like I wouldn't but
1: I don't think that that's like you know it's it's more so just like what You know, there's a lot of heart that probably went into that. You have a great relationship with him now, you know, and I think that there's probably a lot that you don't say publicly about, for sure, because it's dangerous. It's kind of like you're like, I don't want to go there. Like, I know it will get views, I know it will do well, but you just don't want to like sell your soul. Yes, and it's the father of your child, so you don't want to go there. Of
2: of what, right? So at the end of the day, it's what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Of course, I know that if I prop my phone up and I'm like, you guys, when I was co-parenting today, you're not going to believe what happened. Of course. Yeah. I mean in general whether it whether it be like any any situation from my past the stories i could tell
0: yeah right the yeah. stories
2: i could tell but i wouldn't mm-hmm. because that's like not how i was raised that's not how i live my life so like yeah of course mm-hmm. i know what's going to get views and i know what would work and what would go viral but like i'm not willing to do that if that makes so
1: sense so you guys got divorced you both have yeah. been divorced for how long before what a, a couple years like how when did the divorce right happen now, yeah
2: three plus years three plus years yeah, and so that, it feels like it was just yesterday I think it was 2020 so you 2020. both
1: are different people you've now broken apart you're now individual like and I'm not obviously trying <laughs> yeah. to like get y'all back together or anything but I'm just curious like looking back <laughs> on it sure. now um no. <laughs> like wait just flat out now
0: I said matchmaker. Goes, oh no. no 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 no! Oh no, my question was like was
1: like looking back on it now. Is there a way that the the marriage could have been reconciled with mm. you both in your new mature states?
2: It's hmm. a good question. Mm. I don't know. I don't think here. And here's the reason that I don't know. <clears throat> I know for a hundred percent certainty that I did the right thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think that we could ever be the kind of love and relationship that I want. Right. I think we're just he's just not my person but it's really hard to answer that with 100 percent certainty because we don't have that type of relationship now where we we don't like get deep about things and talk about things so i don't yeah. really know to a degree like who he is today almost like i do i know like the bones of him i know the right the core of who he is as a person um but we pretty much talk about kinsley and keep it like bus- keep it businessy like we don't yeah. like hang out yeah so um <clears throat>
1: Do you believe that there's one person out there for you?
2: I don't think that there's one person out there for you, but I think that there are probably a few. Mm. Okay. um, That's a a weird kind of thing to think about. I definitely think that you have like soulmates, but I think that there could be a couple. I think sometimes soulmates come in the form of friendships, even a parent. I think sometimes it's romantic. Sometimes it's not, obviously. um, I think just the thought of thinking that there's like one person in the entire world for you is kind of, like a little depressing. (laughs) No, yeah. What are the odds that you would ever find them? I do think too, there's a world where, you know, you just choose someone Mm -hmm. that you're really compatible with and then stick to it and just determine to build a life with that Mm -hmm. person. But I think that there are because I've lived enough life to know that there are special connections with some people for sure. What do you guys think?
1: I don't think there's a one person. Yeah, I wouldn't say so. I think that a few is probably like a good characteristic. Like I think that, um, you know, like, in our church culture, like they're like, you could pick someone off the street and you could make that marriage work. And I think that that is true. It's probably not the happiest life. It might be really hard. It might be really yeah. hard, but you could make that work. I also think that the idea of like this romantic culture that, you know, we grew up in of like our age group of being like, you have a soulmate. I don't know. I don't think that that's true either. like somewhere in the middle like I think think a a a few is like a good characteristic of it
0: it's like like a soulmate that you that I don't know I just don't think there is ever going to be like a perfect person obviously totally but I mean yeah it's like a soulmate a perfect person that you decide okay like I'm going to make this work but I do feel like it there are like there's hard relationships there's hard challenges there's like hard seasons maybe 10 15 years where it's like it's brutal and Mm -hmm. and it it has to be hard on a lot
1: of people and i think that that's going to happen regardless of whether you find your person or not like you know danny and i could be the most compatible people in the world but we're going to go through really hard seasons where we're going to have to express selflessness on a scale that we were never prepared for right and so there's kind of that too
2: I think that that's also when it like liking each other comes into play, too. <laughs> I heard this really yeah. interesting quote the other day that said, the way that a relationship is toxic or becomes toxic is when you have love, but you don't have respect or trust. Mm. Mm. Or you don't have one of those components. And it's so true, because you can love someone, and maybe they're still not a good fit for you. Maybe you 100%. don't respect them for whatever reason. Maybe they treated you a certain way, or yep. said certain things to you, and you can't come back from that. So it's one of those things that I know um, that I made the right decision. There were definitely like specific moments and instances where I thought to myself, like this isn't something that you can kind of come back from. Mm. Um, but and I think too, we're like happier people apart we're better Mm -hmm. parents apart and i think that's something that a lot of people are going to struggle to understand and that's okay
0: i like that you brought up the respect and i think it's something that people need to think about when they're dating too because that was probably one of the biggest things for me whenever i was dating jordan it's like okay this is hard we're fighting this is going wrong but like at the end of the day i respect him so much like and, and the trust. love was always there, but like, I just respect, I still, to this day, respect him more than anything. So like, I'm willing to go above and beyond, even the times that he's maybe not going above and beyond for me, because like, I respect him yes. and I'll always respect him. I respect him even <clears> in <throat> the, in the days that he's doing things like just for him or for himself or, his, you know, furthering his, his, like just reading or growing or working out, whatever it is. I just, I love and respect that about him. So I think that we've always been able to kind of evolve and grow for each other because of that
1: so Absolutely. in your next chapter i'm curious like what uh put the call out here what do you feel like you need in your next husband or boyfriend or whatever my next is. husband i'm
2: yeah. like the million wives of no. sorry next um, not dating. meaning you're dating. gonna yeah
1: you're dating
0: um Cause like, I, that's the next topic. Whenever I did like a question box, that's what most people well, wanted to know well, that's what they're looking, about dating. And they're
1: like currently, or to, they current, want to know what not, I want in someone.
0: Not even, I mean, they want to <laughs> know if you're dating, of course, and who you're dating, which I know that you're probably not going to
2: tell us, but they also <laughs> want to just like dating advice and what dating is like. Dating advice. Well, we can get into that. I've got a lot of yeah. things to say about that. Um, I think in someone I need someone obviously that I share similar values and morals with mm-hmm. I want someone that I respect someone that I had that connection with but it has to go so much deeper than that to the respect and the trust someone that right. sees Kinsley as a plus and that's hard right at first because typically when you start dating someone they're not going to know her at first that takes a while before you introduce someone at least in my case mm-hmm. I tell people on the first date Mm-hmm. I have a little girl Like I'm very open about it But they're still not Going to meet her For several months Likely right. So I'm have very open About have that Have you ever told someone On a first date And
0: they're like Okay this isn't going to work
2: Never actually hmm. um, But it would be a blessing If they yeah, did th- Because be for me It's like "Yeah, Hey that's okay um, And at the end of the day Like I'm also, I don't hide it, though. Like, it's all over my Instagram. Yeah, it's right. like, they know probably me, know. Like, you probably, right. it's not a surprise to anybody. Unless you just meet me out and about. I also think that, like, I'll be 36 in, like, two weeks. Mm-hmm. Or, like, a week and a half. Shoot, it's so soon. Mm. I think it's, like, pretty normal. If you're 36 and you're dating, it's not, like, shocking that you would have a kid. Right. You know, it's not like I'm 18 right. and people are, like, surprised yeah. or caught off guard. Right. Um, someone that is supportive and confident I think it takes a lot of confidence to be with someone mm-hmm. that is public and that does have their life out there and that does get like some form of attention like that on a daily basis mm-hmm. and you have to be really confident and I'm very confident mm-hmm. so it takes a lot for someone to kind of be that as well um and someone that I need someone with a lot of emotional intelligence I've struggled with mm-hmm. that in past relationships not feeling like I could get deep enough with people not feeling mm-hmm. like there was enough like depth there yeah I need depth um And so those are some of the things I need someone to be funny, but not dumb funny, like witty funny. (laughs) That's key. Um, those are just probably some
1: younger, older.
2: Um, I've dated both. Mm. Do you have a preference? Well, I think I was in a phase of dating younger guys for a minute and it didn't go well. (laughs) Um, it did not go well, but I think to a degree it's like fun, right? It depends like how much younger. Um, but I don't know, older is harder too. I like, Them totally down for a couple of years older. I think that makes a lot of sense because they're usually like a little bit more successful and they've been established in their careers and they like are more confident. They've lived Mm -hmm. more life. And it's no secret that it takes men longer to mature than women. So it makes sense, like the older thing, a little bit. But too much older, I feel like people don't understand social media that much. Yeah. Like it has to be like that. Which is kind of sweet though. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. But like events and stuff. It's it's kind of nice. So, I don't know. I think I've done everything.
0: I could see you with, like, a silver fox. (laughs) Totally. Are you kidding me? I could totally see that.
1: Kind of (laughs) same. Oh, boy.
0: Come on. You're so mature. Like, you cannot... I can't imagine you dating younger.
2: Yeah. I can't. It was a a phase. It was in my
0: gloomy phase.
2: What if if
1: someone was, like, a bigger public figure than you? Would that bother you?
2: No, it definitely wouldn't, like, bother me. I guess it would just depend if I was, like, okay with, like, how they got their success like did I agree with them like as a human yeah and was mm-hmm. I okay with what they're putting you know right if they're and with, you can still kind of live your life. yeah style. it just depends like there's a lot of people that could be like bigger public figures that whereas like I wouldn't like love their job right yeah like I would never date like a politician or something but yeah I guess I don't know yeah
1: uh, kind of like a personal question but It's like, not an ego uh,
2: thing for me I don't care if someone No, I don't yeah. know, But it's like what's their following Like what does that come with Because yeah, we why? all know that Like or, or am I going to have a bunch of Like random hate mail Yeah, Then no
1: It's more so the question <laughs> of like When I asked that I was more like um, Do you want someone who uh, Supports you from a like I support you because you have A much like harder career Or like supports you from like Hey like uh, I don't know what the alternative would be Like they get it Kind of, yeah
2: I would probably prefer someone that didn't have that mm. um, just because I think mixing two worlds together like that at this stage it's is hard. different. You guys are both known, but you came up together like mm-hmm. you're known because you're together. I think it would be hard to mix those two worlds. We well, kind of ways. become
0: like business partners. Yeah. And everything mm-hmm. is for work. And I've I've had a lot of other friendships that are like that where it's like their husband is just their business partner and that's yeah. got to be really hard especially
2: when you start to have kids yeah. totally have a family. so I think I'd prefer someone that was like a little bit more private I also think in our weird weird world like you kind of feel I think if someone wanted to be known but they weren't I would feel kind of used
1: it's, yeah it's weird that yeah. would be
2: weird
0: dating in general is weird now yeah Jordan people, when I started dating I was just trying to get all over my YouTube channel yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> clout, chasing. He's clout chasing you're, you're 15,000 sure. followers <laughs> hey <laughs> i got to start somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but it is weird. Yeah, I, I can only imagine. <clears throat> but, like, guys don't really know. Are you on the apps? That. I was a little bit. I had a I had a stint. I'm not currently. What are the apps these days? I was on Raya, Raya,
1: however you oh, say was that the it? Oh, that the elite one. I've heard about this. I, I want to hear about that. And
2: I did Hinge for a minute. Okay, so which one was better? Well, it's so different. I mean, you're literally on Raya, and it's, like, you know, OG like Harry Potter stars and Channing Tatum, and then like <gasps> random athletes. Wait, and did you go on any dates? Totally random people, um not with anyone like crazy, but nobody checks it. Like I didn't check it. It was one of those things that kind of sits there. Yeah. And you don't. I feel like because people are inherently busy. Yeah. Uh-huh. And like successful, and so we they just like don't ever look they at don't it. Don't it. And then Hinge is obviously just like. People did you local say OG you
1: Harry Potter stars?
2: <laughs> yeah like <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to know who. Like, like,
1: like daniel radcliffe
2: no it was um malfoy i saw malfoy <laughs> <the> <laughs> <software>. <laughs> that's Stop awesome right now yeah i x him. sorry <laughs> so uh hinge you said hinge is the other one how's hinge i'm not on it currently but um you know interesting
0: you know what's so funny i just thought about this all my friends that
2: met on dating apps it was all tinder
1: Yeah, Hinge Hinge wasn't even around.
0: I have so many friends
2: that got married off Tinder. It's very not, I've never done Tinder or like other ones, but it's not, it's so not taboo now. Tinder was like the app when I was around dating. Yeah, but it was like taboo. Yeah, you know, like like was when you ask someone like how you met and you're like "Uh, Tinder. Right, it's way more normal now. But it's totally normal now. I feel like just, you know, how else do you meet people? I like prefer to meet people. IRL, if possible. I feel like nowadays, like guys don't walk up to girls anymore.
0: Do you no, feel like that's takes true? Takes
2: a real man.
0: See, I love that. Yeah, my aunt met her husband at a at Starbucks in line.
2: I feel like a lot of times, yeah, men so are cool. very not manly. Not anymore. No.
0: They don't know how to be a man. No, sorry, sorry, that especially those mean, but it's true. No, no. I
1: mean, I actually think it's like kind <laughs> of talked if you're about like in the, the male community. You know, yeah, it's yeah. It's like there's like kind of a crisis in like manhood right now. I think
2: that's fair. I can't tell you guys. I've been trying. You're on the, the front lines. Lately. I'm sorry. I'm not fighting yeah. the battle for us all. <laughs> yeah. But I can't tell you how many airplanes I've boarded lately, to where I've struggled and like sprained my wrist trying to get my bag up, and people just look at you. They yes. like check you out. And they'll look at you and they like, and you want to stand there like nobody, nobody's yeah. gonna offer to help, not a soul. Wow. Well, because Chivalry's then you dead. also have yeah. a lot of
0: of women maybe these days that are like, I don't want help, I don't True. need help, it's and a sword. So and it, like,
2: it's just like it's confusing. It's hard. It's a complicated world we live in. Yeah, it is.
1: Have you um? So has it been like? Uh, have there been times where you've been like, I'm super lonely. Like I just feel like like really discouraged in your journey. Like post divorce.
2: I think there's a weird. I'm trying to think of how I can like say this in an eloquent way there's a weird thing that happens when you start to become really successful and like i'm really happy in my life i've been really happy in my life for quite some time now all of my buckets have been good Mm. you have the kinsley and the family bucket you have the like work bucket you have the self like are you taking care of yourself how are you feeling bucket you have your friend bucket all of my buckets were good um except that bucket right like that was like my place of struggle and I think that it can be hard in moments of like great success and in moments where you feel really happy, it can be hard sometimes not to have someone to like share those moments with. Mm-hmm. But I've also learned um, through much trial and tribulation that there is nothing more lonely than being with the wrong person.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like There's nothing more lonely. Being alone is, does not even hold a candle to the loneliness that you can feel when you're stuck and you feel like trapped in the wrong relationship. That is the loneliest place you can be in my opinion. So I think uh, yeah, I've definitely had those like lonely moments, but they don't compare to feeling like trapped in the in, in times like that. And so I think for me it's been about trying to be patient and wait until I had clarity about situations. There was a time when I was just like dating and I was having fun. And mm-hmm. I'm still having like fun, but what I mean is that I wasn't dating people to marry them. Like I wasn't dating people and this was like, you know, in recent, I'll say in the past year and two years. Mm -hmm. I was just dating people because I was having a good time and it was fun and I liked them and all was well. There was a time when I wasn't sure if I wanted to get married again. Mm. Um, and I think like, then I realized, you know what? I think I do want that. I do want a partner I think there's something really beautiful about building equity with someone if it's the right person. And so you have to wait for that person. So I think that's why I've just moved, like been moving at a much slower pace lately. So I'm just like slow to everything yeah, right now. Yeah. Cause I'm kind that's of being smart. You're figuring it out mindful. And, yeah. Did you ever go to therapy? Yeah. Do you still? No, not right now, but I have. And y'all went to couples therapy. therapy too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. I guess that's the, that's the question that I think a lot of people who are in a hard relationship right now would ask is like, what's the difference between, you know, quote being with the wrong person and just being in a hard season that you have to like fight through.
2: I hmm. think, you know, in your gut, I think, like especially women, we have like such a strong intuition. And the only times I ever have regret in my life mm-hmm. are the times I didn't listen to my intuition. Mm-hmm. I didn't listen to my gut. Those are the time. Those are the only things I regret are did the times that I went against that.
0: Did you have that feeling when you were getting married the first time? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sorry, that's to it. Um. no. That's like a
1: good question.
0: Um, <laughs> like, was there a gut feeling
2: that you kind of maybe ignored? Because
1: sometimes intuition can trick us, right?
2: Well, intuition can trick us, but so can our society. I think a lot of things that people say are good are not good. Oh my gosh. Like I have butterflies. Every time I see this person, I can't sleep. I can't eat. That's anxiety. That's not good. (laughs) That's so true. Like that's not a good thing. Like the person that you, like whenever I meet someone and I end up really connecting with them, it's almost like I want to like fall asleep every time they're around because I'm comfortable Mm -hmm. and I'm calm. That's how you should feel. If you're feeling like you can't eat and you can't sleep and you're waking up in the middle of the night, like that's not a good thing. Those right. aren't butterflies, that's anxiety. Yeah. That's your intuition. That's your body telling you that you are in the wrong situation. And yeah. similar to like cold feet, I feel like, you know, you can say like, oh, I'm a little nervous. I don't, I don't know about this. And people are like, oh, it's normal. That's cold feet. Yeah, that's normal. Everybody feels like that. And you're like, do they, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that there was definitely a moment of like, I'm not sure. It wasn't a hard, like, this is wrong that I ignored. I think that there was definitely like, I'm not sure about this moment. And then it's like, okay, it's normal. It's cold feet. Right. And, but, but I would never take it back because I wouldn't have Kinsley. Yeah, of course. And I wouldn't be who I am. Like it's made me who I am in many ways.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm. It's good. (laughs) It's good stuff. We (laughs) are
1: rooting and praying for your next, uh, your next man.
0: Thanks. Yes, we are.
2: Thanks guys. We're behind you. I love that. Is dating hard as you get older? For sure. I think everyone comes. Well, Yes and no. Everyone comes with like more baggage because we've all had Mm -hmm. more experiences. But with that, the beauty of that, there's also like a no BS. Mm-hmm. Right. you know like you kind of get, get straight to, it. to it I'm like cool hey so do you like kids like yeah. what's your past trauma what's your childhood <laughs> yeah. what was your they're like this girl's like? crazy yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> no it's great kind of just like, get to the point yeah but if no someone time. can't handle those type of conversations no, of like course. they're never gonna be no we're not yeah. wasting any more time I respect that obviously I don't really do it like that but you know what yeah, I mean yeah. I like to be an open book because if you're not gonna be a match if someone's like no I hate kids like okay yeah
1: it's not gonna waste of time yeah yeah
2: okay so to wrap this up do you have any other questions oh
0: i do have one other question but i don't know if you want to talk about this (laughs) i'm scared so you were engaged yeah a second time
1: yeah that's kind of relevant to the what
0: do you feel comfortable saying about that
2: situation it was a bad situation i don't know like because i was kind of public too yeah
1: what did your intuition walk us through your intuition through that one
2: it was it was not good um but But you got out of it i got out of it i'm really proud of myself for getting out of it it was very toxic Yeah. I've sort of touched on that without like, I don't think you can really say like that much about situations like that. Um, but it wasn't good. And I think at the end of the day, again, I battled with how am I going to be perceived? And so I was faced with, at the end of the day, I can choose people's perception of me or I can choose what's best for me. Hmm and I chose what's best for me which was to leave the situation. I knew it was going to be viewed as oh, someone else like she couldn't ha- she couldn't hold another relationship. I knew how it was going to be perceived, but it's so far from the truth that it's again comical. I don't actually think that in hindsight it was perceived that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cuz I think I was honest enough, like I shared enough that people understood that it was a situation that I needed to exit. Um but you know, yeah, I did the right thing for me a million percent and for Kinsley and that's all I can do. So at the Mm -hmm. end of the day, like if people want to judge me, that's okay.
0: That's okay. And I'm proud of you for noticing that getting out of it.
2: Yeah. I think, you know, a lot of people don't get out of situations like that. Um, and if it can happen to me, it can happen to anybody. Yep. And that's like, what's crazy. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, all you can do is do your best. People are really good. I will say to anyone who's listening, I always tell people like talk to somebody for like three or four months before Mm -hmm. you really get, super serious because people mm. can hide who they are for the first three to four months. Yeah. And then I have found everyone starts to unravel after that. How, point.
0: what started to unravel? Was there something specific? Did you, was it like a friend, a mutual friend? Did you have any mutual friends?
2: No. I mean, it was just some really bad toxic. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff.
1: Who, um, so, you know, obviously people perceive you one way, you know, um, who's your support group like who who Mm -hmm. like knows the real courtney and is like helping like love you and walk you through these like hard seasons
2: well a couple things to people who follow us sometimes when you have that negativity still 99 percent of people are incredible totally totally sometimes danny you were saying earlier that you hang on to that one negative comment all day Mm -hmm. but like how many positive comments did you get that day yeah i know of course and so it's one of those she'll things. She'll find where that one though. Yeah. I'm really good at she'll it. She'll find that 99% one. 99% of clash. the time, people are so kind and so cool. And I do feel really supported by people. And even in that situation, I felt actually really supported by people. I think I thought I was going to get judged, but I didn't really. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure somebody judged me, but like, I don't, I think the overarching perception was not to judge me. Right. In that case, um, my mom, hardcore, my support yeah. system, my family, my She's mom so is like sweet, my partner in a lot of ways. She's the best. Um, is she over a lot? Yeah, and I go over there a lot. I live, like, we live very close. That's awesome that you have that. And then my friends.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you have any friends that, um, I mean, because you and I probably understand this. There are Instagram friends, and those friends are genuine, but a lot of times you don't live in the same city as them. And then you have friends that are, like, offline, that you're not posting every single moment with. Um, Would you say those are
2: the friends that know you best? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think, like, I mean, I have friends... That I've been friends with since I was four. That's cool. Like childhood friends for forever. I'm still friends with quite a few of my friends from forever growing up, especially. Mm -hmm. And so I think most of those relationships are lived offline. The funny thing is that it's fun when you see somebody and you like love them, you want to take a picture, you want to post, like, I'm sure we'll get a picture after this Mm -hmm. and we'll post it. And it's so fun. But sometimes the most meaningful conversations happen offline. Right. Mm -hmm. But again, if people don't see it, Yeah, it didn't happen. Yeah, so sometimes it's tough because people are like, "Oh, you haven't hung out with with your friends, your friends, and you're like, we talk all the time. I just don't feel the need to like take people out and share it all the time. You know, yeah, you're just not playing the PR game." exactly you refuse do you want do you want to <laughs> you're going to be my new publicist or no yeah.
1: no i mean i, I, I could but
2: <laughs> no i don't think he's the one <laughs> I'm
1: not the one
2: no yeah it's i think like at the end of the day i just i value people in my life yeah heavily and even it's so funny people are like you're you have a brother and i'm like yeah my brother's badass like i love my brother he's one of my best friends my brother doesn't love to be on camera
0: yeah he's, just he's cool with it
2: sometimes i'll kind of confirm with him hey is it okay if i like post this video or I share this and i will say yeah but i don't i'm not going to wake up and be like trip how yeah. was your day today like where are you going because like he doesn't like it right. Yeah. <laughs> so i'm not going to like pimp people out yeah. just to benefit myself at the end of the day i could and i'd probably have a lot higher engagement if i did <laughs> yeah. honestly but i feel like weird about that personally like I'll, yeah. I'll share people that like to be shared that's fun it's fun to like create content with people in your family or your friends if they want to be, in be it. it's really fun you know 100%. like it makes it more entertaining for everybody um, but I'm also not going to, like, make people uncomfortable. No,
0: I, I feel that. I mean, I have a group of friends. I have friends in Dallas that are, like, mommy bloggers. You know, you have Maddie and Taryn and all yeah. them. And, like, we're so comfortable being on camera. Like, we pull out the phone and everybody's just having fun. Totally. But then I have my friends that, like, when I pull out the phone, you could just tell. Like, they don't say that they don't want to be on it. But the vibes just change. So I'm just like, I'm not going yeah. to do it. Don't wanna it's make not worth it. And I enjoy the, t- the time that we're having offline anyway. So... So I totally get that. And I think it's important to have a little bit of both too. Yeah. Home Chef is one of the official sponsors of today's episode. I'm sure you've heard me talk about my love of Home Chef for many years. But for those of you who haven't heard of it or are on the fence about signing up, this one's for you. If you're like me and you get a little bit stressed out in the grocery store, shopping for your family, and then trying to think of meals for each night of the week, then Home Chef is definitely for you. With Home Chef meals delivered right to your door, you get to save time on meal planning, skip the chopping, which is my least favorite part, and get straight to a delicious family dinner at an affordable cost. Each weekly menu rotates more than 15 oven-ready and fast and fresh meals that cook in the oven or microwave so you can have a fresh, flavorful meal with minimal steps. They cater to a variety of dietary needs, calorie-conscious, carb-conscious, vegetarian, keto-friendly, and four-serving family meals, so there is truly something for everyone. Once you create your Home Chef account and set your meal preferences, you simply select your weekly menus and adjust your delivery dates, skip weeks or pause whenever you need. I used to skip when I was going out of town, but then realized it was so great ordering to the house I'm staying at. Nothing's worse than getting to your destination and realizing you have to buy all those core ingredients, sauces, vegetables, just to throw away the majority of it at the end of the week. This way you get exactly what you need with no waste. It makes a fun family activity. For a limited time, new customers can go to homeschef.com slash danny for 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box. Again, go to homeshef.com slash danny for 18 free meals. Say goodbye to meal planning, recipe-induced stress, and last-minute grocery store runs and let Home Chef bring simple, delicious, home cooked meals right to your kitchen table. So I have a couple of kind of more fun questions to end this. Kind of kind of more rapid fire. Biggest pet peeve.
2: Ooh. People chewing too loud. Oh, shoot. Do you hate when people chew on Instagram? No, it doesn't really bother me on Instagram. I do that all the time. (laughs) It doesn't bother me on Instagram, but like in person, I just want to be like, yo, close your mouth. Or when they chew. My
0: brother chews so loud, but his mouth is closed, and I'm like, this is disgusting. Yeah,
2: (laughs) Biggest ick in dating. This is going to be kind of mean, but like people with really small, tiny hands freak me <laughs> out. I think I have big hands. I'm like, I mean, you don't have small hands. <laughs> small, <tiny> hands. <laughs> like dainty hands. Men with dainty hands. Uh, but I have like big hands. Like I can feel like I could palm a basketball. Well, you have a bunch of tech See, workers too. in
1: Austin. They all have dainty, clean, delicate hands.
2: Skinny fingers. Or people who are like way too self-involved. Okay.
1: Okay.
2: Aliens. Real or No. For sure to some degree. I don't know if they're like green and running around but there's definitely like some form of they're
1: actually gray But it's okay. (laughs) We'll talk later
2: (laughs) (laughs) He's really big
0: in aliens Um, You go to jail who's your number one call either my mom or Audrey,
2: although she's about to have a baby So SOS. I love Audrey favorite person to follow on social media
1: This is Mm. good. I'd be curious.
2: I don't know. You know what I don't consume as much Social media anymore. You like Alex Earl Um, I do like Alex. I think she's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't consume a lot of people because I feel like if we're constantly creating and we're consuming, it would, like the whole day. You wouldn't, we don't have time anymore.
0: I have kind of like my three or four and I just, I watch them right before I go to bed. I mean, I watch like my, honestly, just like the Dallas mommy bloggers just so I can keep up with like what they're all doing. Yeah. Um, but I'm kind of, my favorite girl, like if I'm trying to be inspired is Mary lawlessly. Are you' mm-hmm. saying, I'm "Yeah, happily gray. Like I've loved she's her sweet. for
2: probably eight or nine years. I have a story about her. So I was in. Whole, she's really sweet. I was I in Whole her. Foods uh-huh. before I had a following. I was like trying, but I didn't have a following. Yeah. And I like saw her, and I remember I was on the phone with my one of my best friends, who's the one, one of the ones I've known since I was like four. And she also loves happily gray, and she just was like, I, I called her, and I was like." She's here. She's at Whole Foods. Yeah. Do I say hi? And it's so funny now because, you know, people sometimes yeah. look at us and they're like, I don't know if I should say hi. Yeah. I was that person. No, I'm like, no. Do I say hi? And Maybe, she was am really I still sweet. not that way with her? Yeah. Like,
0: I, I've never seen her on Nashville, but every time I go, I'm like, I, if we run into Happily Gray, like I would, I'd
2: freak. Yeah. She's really
0: sweet. Have you ever no. just DM'd her? Yeah, of yeah. course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. Like for wow. years, Danny's like one Like fan you call. scroll back and it's like years <laughs> it's of DMing. Only Danny. She has DM'd me a couple of times, but anyway um okay let's see ideal first
2: date Mm, I think something kind of thought out but not like crazy long like actually you know what probably just like drinks or dinner and like good conversation because I don't want anything that goes like longer than that because if I don't like it I can bail yeah that's good
0: um would you want to have any more kids
2: TBD I don't feel strongly about it um like, I don't feel like I really want another kid. I'm not like diehard. I need another kid. If I don't find someone that's like the right person for me, I'm going to go out and have another kid. Kinsley's amazing. I feel very fulfilled. But if it was really important to my partner, like Mm -hmm. if I found someone and they ended up being like the love of my life, then I would probably do it. Yeah. You know, for them, but kind of feel it out. Yeah. TBD.
0: What What about you? But I want to, Oh, absolutely. I want to have like
2: soccer team do you have anything else do we have an upcoming timeline on that
0: oh jordan actually said yesterday he had a list of things so we were kind of like mapping out 2024 or just kind of like big goals like what do we want to work on and like number three who's like baby number three which i'm like no not yet not yet there was a question
1: mark it wasn't like a statement it was more like it was
0: like baby number three question mark and then i said no he said
2: okay On to number four it's (laughs) not
1: because i want one right now it's just i want them to be close in age yeah (laughs) that's my big thing that's That's the other thing people ask me
2: about kinsley being an only child she's kind of already going to be raised like an only child she's like a little adult because she's around all of us all day yeah she's so mature and so smart
0: um okay what is your biggest
2: accomplishment that you're most proud of In the workspace or in general? How about one of each? Yeah. I think in general being resilient and I'm really proud of the mom that I am. I'm really proud of Mm. Kinsley. Like I'm Mm. just really proud of the human being that she is. I think she's just the best. And I think I had to sort of do that through losing my dad. He was, she was six months old. Mm. So it was like hard to really grieve during that time. So I think I'm proud of how resilient I am and how that all worked out and how amazing she is. As a human, Um, and then work-wise, dibs for sure. Oh yeah, Yeah. just like all in all.
0: Do you have any? um, I don't know future plans with dibs that you can tell us about. Really excited for
2: retail, the next phase of things. We're we're in some talks with, you know, the best of the best, and I'm not. We're not rushing to make a decision. Yeah, we don't have one yet. Um, Yeah, but we are talking to the heavy hitters love that and so i think just kind of waiting to to see what feels yeah. right uh, how did you guys know by the way that ulta was the right partner for you congratulations Thank on your you. rollout it's been amazing to watch I say they were
1: just nice
0: yeah they were just nice were just no nice to, people no to be honest i always had a target on on ulta um because i really wanted i mean you have sephora you have nordstrom you have all these other types of retailers you have walmart target But Ulta to me was my ideal demo because they're more approachable. Mm -hmm. There's a lot more stores. Yes. It's less intimidating than a Sephora. Like, and don't get me wrong, like, I would love to be in Sephora one day. But when I thought about like my ideal girl, um, Ulta was always like the number one that popped up. Ulta and Target, and especially like the. Ultas in Target. Yes. And so I don't know if you know the story, but like whenever I first launched our first SKU, our scalp serum, I was at Target. And you know Target has some of those ultas inside? Yeah, I love those inside. They're the best. They're great. And so um I was in there with Stella, she was a year old, and I was like filming stories, like, what should we get? And then I said on stories, so I was like, Stella, wouldn't that be crazy if mommy got, you know, divvy into Ulta one day? And Stella's like, eh, you know. <laughs> And so it was just so crazy. Cause then like a year later we were working with Ulta. Yeah. That's so cool. But, um, so no, I always knew, but of course, like I also, I feel like my girl shops at Nordstrom. So I'm like, not, not opposed. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. But, um, but that's awesome. Thank you so much for coming today. Where can people find you?
2: On Instagram, Courtney underscore Shields. On TikTok, just type in Courtney Shields. You'll see lots more relationship advice and beauty there. you guys like that,
0: well, thank you so much for coming. Thanks for sharing all of your wisdom.
2: We love you. Yeah, play it, play it. Please don't. (laughs) Come on, this is my new biggest pet peeve. (laughs) No, (laughs) it's so good.
1: Yeah. I love it <laughs> This is my favorite one This is I didn't know that you the watched The only two. one that you knew <laughs> I know Because this one This, this one overshadowed one. it She's like this is, <laughs> the, this is the only one Okay I love you guys We too. love you guys
0: And we'll talk to you later Bye, Bye guys